Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to another episode of Round the Boards, the Speedway podcast, and our penultimate episode for this season as we uh, take a look at the National Development League. Um, and I'm here with Rob and Kane again. Rob, how are we doing this evening? Yeah, good, mate. Happy to be back. Um, yeah, it's nearly over for another year. God, it doesn't feel like we've been doing this two years, does it? It, it certainly doesn't. Although, although when we get to the end of the season, it's a bit like last season. I'm I'm looking forward to the to the winter break, like many riders probably are. To be honest, yeah, yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. I know what you mean. It's quite a it'd be nice little 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 break from it all, and then and then we crack back on again. But yeah, no, it's, it's it's weird. It doesn't feel like we did this two years. Two years. Two years. People listening to our waffle. <laughs> it's scary. We're still. We're, we're still. We still. I know. And we're still going. <laughs> we haven't upset too many people yet. Maybe a few. Still waiting Some for a tra- trophy in the King's Lynn <laughs> cabinet. Yeah, I'm, I'm, what is more likely? What's more likely to happen first is mm, somebody to get somebody to kick off about one of our posts or King's Lynn win a trophy. Probably, yeah. probably kick off our posts yeah. actually. I would say. But uh, we will. Um, obviously, the National Development League review is is um, our focus this evening, and I'm actually really looking forward to it. Um, I think the National Development League's been really good this year, and there's some really good riders that have come through the ranks. Um, and hopefully, um, it will continue into next year. But um, just got a couple of other things to go through as well. Obviously, um, we'll look back over the final meeting of the season. The season is now complete after the uh, Oxford Chargers um, dramatically won the um, National Development League final over the Leicester Lions by a couple of points in a curtailed fixture uh, due to the weather. It was it was quite remarkable, Robert, that the meeting actually went ahead um, at Oxford on Tuesday evening. Considering the, the weather, obviously you're very close to Oxford, so you'll know how bad it was. But um, Oxford just came on, out on top in this one-legged final and uh, are crowned champions. Yeah, we've had... Um... Yeah, this part of the country has been very, very wet for the last couple of weeks. I'm surprised. I mean, I'm quite surprised it, it obviously went ahead. Um, whether or not that sort of led to the issues, obviously Max Perry had possibly, quite possibly, with a with a slight with a with a troublesome track. But yeah, I'd imagine it, they they would want to get it on as yeah they would have wanted to get that on as 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 much as you know as as much as they could because uh, obviously it's 
you don't want to um, get to the end of the season and end up the and not have the end up not end up having the playoff meeting. So um, yeah, as you say, congratulations to Oxford. You know they've had both both teams this season. Oxford have had, have had fantastic seasons, um, and you know they're quite aware that it was you know it's probably a good thing that at least one of the teams has won something. I think it's uh, it's good that both both sides have had a fantastic season. So congratulations. It's interesting that you say that actually, and uh, something I just wanted to to touch on was um, a lot of our posts have been out this week on our championship review, and with some great feedback. And I can promise everybody, although we don't comment on everything, we have read everything, and very many different opinions um, have been going on, and, and my notifications have been going mental over the last, well, particularly this weekend, um, where we've we've sent our awards out, but. Um, it's good for me that everyone's got an opinion. Um, I won't compare it to something like I normally do, but <laughs> everyone's opinions differ. And it's interesting. Like I'm sure Oxford are going to feature heavily in the show um, this evening, um, particularly the squad that they've got. Um, but I think it's it, it's the it's the t- the top three has probably been just as important for Oxford this season with Jenkins and Atkins and Ryan Kinsley coming in as well. But Luke Colleen, Jody Scott, Jacob Clayton, Jason Garrett, they've all stepped up at a vital stage. And I think if you look back over two legs, Leicester probably would have been favourites for this. But um, Oxford got the job done in the end. And there was some misfortune in the meeting, particularly Jordan Jenkins breaking down um, whilst in the lead. And I think someone else did as well. But um, it, it was it was looking like an interesting first and second leg. But uh, unfortunately, it was just a one leg in the end. Yeah, you're right. Um, and just sort of going back to the uh, the, the point about the, the interesting sort of feedback we got from the Championship team of the season and, and the Premiership team of the season, it was quite, um, there was a wide variety of opinions and it was enjoyable. It was quite enjoyable to read. Um, some of them were slightly more balmy than others. Some people had forgotten which league we were talking about in the post, which was which was quite fun. But um, yeah, no, the, the feedback was really, it's, it's been really, really good for it. And it's, yeah, there's definitely yeah, you know, there's been many mentions of different of depending of, of a certain rider or a certain team missing out on an award, and it's 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 not that we haven't mentioned them um, for any of the teams that people have mentioned. I, I you know, uh, I think with the championships, Gunthorpe got a mention of a team of the season quite a bit, and mm-hmm. there were obviously you know there were plenty of arguments to have that to have them in there. Um, but yeah, I, I enjoyed reading the uh, the feedback this year. It's been really really good. Yeah, it's, it's unfortunate for Scunthorpe they've come up against. And I suppose in many respects, they have won the bigger of the trophy than Paul. Well, I don't know if you can compare Knockout Cup, BSN. Why why is the Knockout Cup bigger? It's all opinion-based. But um, it's always... And everyone's going to have their opinion. Should Scunthorpe have featured more regularly? I don't know. We've Ryan Douglas has, has cropped up in awards. Simon Lambert's cropped up in awards. I think... Um, if people listen to the show, obviously people are just looking at social media posts as well. But I think uh, to put it into some context, listen to the show. I think that's all I can say to them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think we'll uh, we'll have to put those uh, a few of those out on the um, on the socials when uh, some opinions pop up. It'd be a good idea to because obviously, yeah, uh, you know, there we explain. Uh, yeah, we I think we we go through most of the teams. We explain why we we pick certain teams. Plenty of teams have had fantastic seasons, and especially I think the Scunthorpe one's probably been the most. Uh, probably controversial and interesting opinion in terms of do they deserve to be in there instead of Paul? Possibly. Um, <clears throat> you know, obviously Oxford didn't get it and Oxford had a fantastic season. I've just alluded to that. And I imagine that they'll be in there. We'll be talking about, as you said earlier, we'll be talking about Oxford a lot tonight in terms of the national league, in the national development league. 
Yeah. So just on that, and it's uh, just a couple of points that I want to bring as, as we finish off the season. Um, firstly, as you said, Rob, congratulations to the Oxford Chargers on their victory and their National Development League title. And also um, speedy recovery to Max Perry, who had a high-speed crash um, at Oxford on Tuesday evening. He's got, um, I think it's a broken wrist, a broken ankle. Um I think he he done some other damage as well, but pleased to report he has been released from hospital now. So um, there's no, I don't think there's any, ever a good time to get injured um, in terms of riding. He's not going to miss anything now, but um, it's unfortunate that it's happened on the last day of the season. But a speedy recovery to Max, and we wish him all the best in his recovery. Um, and then just to conclude with our our final rider of the week um, of this season, and it was a win for it was your pick, uh, Rob Dan Thompson after his victory in the British Under-19 final at Birmingham. He picked up 51.10% of the votes. Second place went to Nathan Ablett, who was also second in that meeting at Birmingham. Uh, he got 28.39% of the votes. And Luke Becker was third with 20.50% of the votes for his 13 paid 15 from six um, against the Wolves at Hart select team um, in the final meeting at Monmore. And it was him who took victory in that final race at Monmore. So well done to Dan. And that concludes our Rider of the Weeks um, for this season. Um, just before, we've got James Denham on, the Workington team manager. He'll be joining us in, in five or ten minutes. Um, so just before he comes on, I suppose um, as we're in November now, we best discuss our team of the month for October. Um, so if I can take both you and Kane across to the spreadsheet. Only 11 fixtures mm -hmm. this month. Um so not a lot to go through. And I'm, I know after a discussion we've just had, maybe I'm being led towards this team a little bit more. <laughs> I know which team I, I think should be October's team of the month. I'll let you go first though, Rob. Just Oh yeah, Joy. Yeah, stick me in it. Stick me in the deep end. Oh, I don't, if anything like strikes um, or, or, or sticks out as, as good performances this month, although there's only one or two it, fixtures there. Yeah, I mean, in terms of yeah, in terms of the unlikeliness of a of a team to uh, win over two legs, especially considering we didn't put them down to win uh, to end up winning over two legs against Paul, and they had have gone unbeaten. They did win at Red Car as well. I suppose maybe just to appease the masses, we could maybe go for Scunthorpe. But you know, obviously, obviously in that period that Sheffield would have won the league in this month, Glasgow have won a league title in this month. Leicester have won a league title. Sorry, not Leicester. Oxford have won a league title in this month. So. Yeah, I, I don't envy the pick. There's probably of the of the ones you've highlighted there. There's probably only two clubs. There's of the six clubs, two of them we could probably rule out, and then everybody else. It's a lucky, lucky, lucky dip, really. Isn't it? Yeah, Kane, are you with us? I am here. He is. Hello. Here. I have arrived. Welcome. Um, Hi. It's really one. I mean, Rob's obviously said Scunthorpe, and that that is certainly the way I was going. Obviously, their away performance at Pool. Um, capped off a knockout cup success for him. Um, anyone else there that I know I've left Workington unhighlighted, but... Well, I mean, it would be nice, wouldn't it? But, you know, it's... I think it's only really between out of push Oxford and then Scunthorpe, Glasgow and Sheffield. And then Sheffield, uh, Scunthorpe are the only team we've run more than once that uh, haven't lost. So I think it's really got to be there. I think it's a clean sweep then. So, um, final decision. No arguments um, this week. 
No arguments, none necessary, the final decision. Scunthorpe will be our final team of the month for October, so well done to the Scorpions. I can't wait to put that on social media. Yeah, I'm sure somebody will, somebody will well, yeah, somebody will, say, somebody will probably say, like, Ipswich. Just out of the box. Their, their first Different opinion. Against Sheffield. <laughs> yeah, why not? <laughs> so, Someone well will come up with something odd. Well done to Scunthorpe. And, um, well, I mean, that's all the news that's come out of this week. But, um, obviously, we'll, we'll look across at the continent as well, um, just while we're waiting for James to join us. Um, Bartosz Marslik, you may have noticed, um, I'll come to you, Rob. He has uh, signed for Motor Lublin again for the next couple of seasons. That was uh, signed, sealed and delivered yesterday, I believe. All right. No, I hadn't actually seen that myself. So, um, is that, uh, That's not necessarily a surprise. I think he was quite... Obviously, they've won the league for the last two seasons now, haven't they? And obviously, Smarslip was a new, se- new signing for this year, wasn't he? I think he was at Gorge yeah. last year, wasn't he? So, um, yeah, that, that isn't necessarily a surprise. I did see. Is it? Uh, is it Pavlitsky is leaving Broslav as well? I did I see think that. He is going. I, I can confirm that. Yes, Zilonagora. I think. Uh, okay, I, I think he might have even read there before. Is he? I think he. I feel I like he, he has. Well, the rides there now. Uh, okay, that, that could be it. I, is it is the is the room? Am I right in thinking little room? I think Frick is back at Gridjods, possibly. Uh, Maybe I've seen something I like that. So. Anyway, but I've seen something like that. I've also but... heard now it's going to be Doyle and um, Lidsey. So Ooh. I don't know where he fits into that. But he could go back to Zunagora because he was a uh, he, he was there, there last really season, game. wasn't he? He was there last season as well yeah. in, the, in the first division, wasn't he? So. And, so, and obviously uh, Lublin have got your man as well, Kane. Um, Victor Przemski uh, has left uh, Bidgosh uh, from yeah. Liga 1 and moved up. Um, Matthew Bidgosh has signed uh, the, the new greatest of all time, Francis Kajewski. So. Yeah, you've, you've, made a, you've made a replacement signing, haven't you? So. We're going up again. Uh, it's our year. Again. That last again. Yeah, well, Probably the year before as well. I did actually, yeah. So uh, There's a few other decent teams in there as well. We can keep a we can keep a tab of it, but um, just looking over at Sweden as well, Vastavik are, are building a good team, and the interesting one is um, Ty Woffenden, who will be going, who is signed for Vastavik again, but only as um, what's the word I'm looking for, part time essentially, because he will be back in the UK next year. Ooh. Did you not see that? Uh, I did, but I didn't read it. You send so, a shock then. I didn't. I Good I work. <laughs> I think, well, I mean, I think Jack Holland had a similar, a similar thing last year. I don't think he rode much or at all in Sweden, but he was in a squad possibly for Vastavik of Atlanta. Can't remember. Began with a V. So, um, yeah. Is it, well, is it uh, Vargana have moved up as well, haven't they? They're in the top flight again. I oh, I feel like know. I've seen that somewhere. I, I think do they, know that Mazzana are back. Come on, let's go. In the oh, second tier, I think, isn't it? Yep, yep. Lindback's uh, back, back with them. Uh, he's at Ross Bagana. No, no he, yeah, he's at Valsana in the yep. second division. They've got uh, Philip Paulson Brangs and some other guys that um, Felix told me that I've forgotten. Vargana are in, uh, uh, will be in the top league in Sweden next year. Um, oh, I did read that right. That's good. We've got a few signings in there, but uh, sure to be an interesting season on the continent this year. And all their signings are coming through, and all we've got is um, one signing at Workington this year. Which uh, no, no, Charles Wright at Redcar. Is it confirmed? Is it? Deal. 
He's yeah, he did say he's on a two-year deal, isn't he? So, yeah. two, although two signings, well, I'm fairly sure Doyle was on a two-year deal at Lesno, and that obviously went down the pan. So, money, money, money. But yeah. you've just you've just ruined my intro there, Kane, by um, bringing up the um, Workington oh, uh, production. What red car signing? <laughs> that was um, that was going seamlessly until you said that. But um, delighted to say, before we move on um, to our review of the National Development League, we are joined on the show this evening by Workington manager James Denham. How are we doing this evening, James? I'm okay, thank you. How are you? Very well, thank you very much, and thank you for joining us on the show this evening as we as we look back over what has been. A fantastic uh, season in the National Development League. And uh, obviously, we're going to talk about Workington Comets um, and their return into Speedway in 2023. So, James, how exciting was it for Workington to be back? Oh, it was fantastic. I think Kane will agree. Um, it's a long time coming. Um, well, credit to Andrew Bain, um, all the work he's put in, um, time, effort. Um, to get a racetrack like that, um, just a small community club, um, and that's how we've run it this year, and it's been really successful. Off track, obviously things haven't happened on track, but mean really good success for the club. And obviously, um, you're another one of these new managers that's come in, and we've we've spoken to a few over the course of this year. Almost a fan coming in as a team manager. So, how have you adapted into that position as a team manager? Um, well, I was involved in mechanicing before, so I was I was part of um, well, 2018 treble winning side. I was in the pits in the background there, helping who I could, um, and I've tried to bring a bit of that to it. Um, after, to be honest, I've been watching a bit of Ted Lasso. I don't know if you've seen Ted Lasso. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I mean, it, and it's it, it's a really good watch. And to be honest, it's simply I took a bit of learning from that. To be honest, um, you've just got to make everyone feel happy, comfortable and confident around the place. And I think we've done that. Um, the riders themselves were fantastic. Um, we're still we're still chatting away now on WhatsApp every day. Um, and it, it's, a shame. it's a shame it's ended. It's quite emotional. A few of the guys last week were a bit gutted. Um, obviously, won't be back together next year. But I mean, it's, it's fantastic to get to know the guys. And it's just to make them feel comfortable and confident, especially young lads. And it's a development league at the end of the day. And that's what it's all about. Mm. You, yourself, a very young lad as well, in in terms of team management. Um, I believe you you actually first managed uh, Ipswich in 2012 when Peter Jackson was missing, um, and you were only 19 years of age. I mean, where do you even start with that? Yeah, well, um, well, my great uncle he was the promoter at the time, and then Tony couldn't couldn't make it, um, so obviously I was asked to do that. Um, and yeah, it was quite daunting, um, to be honest. I think that some of the riders, we had about four guests that night. It was horrendous. Um, and I think they thought, who the hell is this kid? <laughs> what does he know? Um, and to be honest, we, we, we didn't do too bad. We got, we haven't got beat by I mean, 14. We've been beat, beat, been beat bigger this year. Um, but I mean, it was really good, um, good crack with the guys. And I think Ricky Wells was guesting that day. Um, Jason Bunyan, Ashley Burks. Um, and then, my, my mate Ashley Morris, obviously, he was at reserve, and I think I gave him five rides and he didn't score a point. <laughs> um, but it was, um, it was, I mean, that was quite daunting. But um, it was a long way home. Um, but no, I'm, I've enjoyed it this year, and um, to be honest, I've, I've matured, obviously matured a lot in in um, 11, 11 years. 
I've been a very young team manager. Was it helpful this year that you had such a young side um, with you? So you you had Luke, um, who's mid thirties, I think, um, who had that experience. But everyone else around him was 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 very young. So was this helpful to you, or were you always looking for that little bit more experience? Um, I think so. Um, it helped with the guys being younger. Um, I could offer me, I could offer advice and. and Obviously, all, all listened. Um, Luke, obviously, he's been. I mean, he's been around. He's obviously was he's his second kind of um, wind at it. Um, and I mean, he had a, he had a I mean poor year to his standards, but obviously, sure what he could do at the last meeting. But he was a great team man, all year. Um, he got the guys going. All the guys, I mean, heads didn't drop all year. I think we went to Leicester and we got hammered over that double header. Um, and to be honest, Luke Harrison's dad said, "Just just look around." And this was after like the end of the meeting. All our guys' heads are up. We're having a laugh with the fans who would obviously come down. And unless it was, it was like a funeral, <laughs> there, was, there was no there was no one there was no one talking. They were all I mean, down in the dumps, and they're just giving us the right hiding. Um, it just shows you. I mean, and to be honest, it's the fathers as well. They've been brilliant. Mark McGurk um, and Andy Harrison. They've been part of it all year, as well as Theo. Theo's been a massive help behind the scenes. Um, giving rides, advice, coming on track walks, etc. So I mean, to be honest, it, obviously it wasn't just me there. It was the, the other guys as well in the background. Yeah, and in terms of the season itself, we'll, we'll focus on Workington for a bit. Now, myself and Kane uh, sort of got tied up in the in the Workington thing, I think, and we predicted them to finish top, um, as did probably a lot of people, because there was a lot of potential in your team. Unfortunately, things didn't go your way through the course of the season, and, and injuries dictated a lot of what went on at Workington, but... How difficult was it keeping keeping morale high in the team when you've got so many injuries going on? Um, to be honest, it wasn't it wasn't too bad. Roy Clark, I had a good crack with him. To be honest, was the last meeting who obviously announces um, down the track. It's speedway is all about if buts and hand grenades. Um, I mean, if I mean if if Harry and, and Luke had, had seen the average, we would have been up there. Um, obviously, it didn't work out for them. Um, Harry, I mean. The hardest thing was obviously trying to keep Harry's head up. We mean give him the opportunity. We kept him going. We kept him in the team, and we stood by him. And we really, really tried our best. I mean, and he understood that. Um, and it was all. I mean, he he decided he would he would drop out at the end of the season. Which credit to him, that is a difficult decision to make. And then and Luke Crang, his 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 head's kept high. Um, and then Luke Harrison. I mean, that kid. He, his his mentality is is unbelievable. He was. Um, Whatever he scored, he just was happy to ride his bike. No matter where he finished in the race, it just shows you them the young lads, they've got time on the side, and that's the thing. And that's what I just had to keep I mean, pushing the guys with. And basically said, I mean, tomorrow's a new day. Um, try again tomorrow. I mean, last, your last race, forget about it, move on. And especially Elliot Kelly, he kept coming off. He kept crashing every every race. And it, I mean, and it worked. I mean, it, it did work in the end. And I think they've all learned a lot this year, which, I mean, that's all it's about. Yeah, definitely so. And I just want to focus on, I've just written down three riders that I just want to talk about briefly. And Harry McGurk was someone you just um, brought up. Um, he came in on a seven-point average. And I suppose, in, in my opinion, and Kane, Kane will argue with me about this, I thought in terms of Harry and Sam, Harry looked much better last season. Has, can he put a finger on just what's gone wrong for Harry this year? Is it a confidence thing or is it a machinery? Um, a bit, a bit of both, maybe. 
yeah, I, I don't really know. It's 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 surprising, really. It's it's confidence. Um, I think he started getting into a rut, and it just got bigger and bigger and bigger. Um, and only he could get himself out of it. Um, and that's the that's a hard thing to watch. It really is hard um, to see that. Um, but we did, I mean, we did try. But then Sam tried his, his bike the other week because Sam's bike, what Sam's bike were were bent from from Leicester, both of them. So he tried Harry's and it wasn't running right. I don't know if that's anything to do with this, um, but I mean, we'll, we will never know. But I'm sure Harry will be back at some point. Um, I mean, the rest will be good for him. Uh, and I think he needs to he needs to really find his love, for, love again for it. He needs to find out if he's, he's going to miss it. Um, and if he doesn't miss it, then obviously that decision is made. Yeah, we shall see, and we wish Harry the best. Um, he, he's too good of a rider at the sport to lose, so um, we wish him him the best, and, and hopefully see him return in the future. But um, Luke Harrison's another one. Um, had an awful laugh at the beginning of the season at Scunthorpe and broke his back. Um, testament to him, the way he's come back and performed after that injury at such a young age. He, he's been fantastic this season. Yeah, he's. I mean, he he has been fantastic, and and we were really lucky to to get him, and he's. Thoroughly enjoyed his year um, with us. Um, he really has got a I mean, really good mentality. Um, he, he's got a good I mean backing behind him with his his, his mum and dad. Um, but he he's just one who I mean, we, we, to be honest, we brought him in as number eight. We had a, a few issues at, at Berwick, and he wasn't ready. He was coming for a second half, and we said, right, look, do you fancy just coming and stand by? And obviously, we had issues that meeting, and he had to ride. Obviously, it was a bit too soon. We, he knew that. Uh, but two weeks after that, we was back in the team and obviously hit the ground running. And, and what he's done this year is I mean, incredible. He went to Oxford, never seen the place before and was the standout for us. Um, there. And really, he's going to be um, he's going to be one to watch in the future. Oh, definitely so. Definitely so. And we look forward to seeing his progress as well. And the final rider I just want to touch on... Um, your number one throughout the season, the tornado. He's been on the show with us, Connor Bailey. What a fantastic professional. And, and to have him at this level, I predicted that he would finish top of the averages and he wasn't far off in the, at the end of the season. What sort of a guy is he to have around the camp? I didn't know what to expect at the start of the season. Um, really didn't. Um, didn't know if he would be... Well, obviously, we were the only team and we give him the, the shot at the start of the year, um, which he was grateful for. And then he turned up at press day um, and he was going to red cars press day afterwards or, or their first meeting. And he was just, what a, what a breath of fresh air. Um, some of the lines, Kane will probably agree with me, some of the lines he pulls around north side, it's unbelievable. He comes down the, 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 um, the back straight, down the inside and just keeps it around the curb. In Ben's three and four, he, he was just total different gravy. Absolutely fantastic, um, but I mean, I think Workington's done him the world's good this year. Um, he could come back, build his confidence. Um, he after a bad meeting in I mean in, in the championship, um, but he didn't have many of them. Um, and then he he come maxed out as usual, um, and then went into red car. Look what he done at red car. Breaking the track record there, that's some feat, considering the amount of quality riders riding around there week in, week out. Oh, de definitely so. and it's, He's been a tr tr tremendous rider for you this season, and uh, named them three as well. But obviously, there's Elliot Kelly, who's been riding, I believe, with a knee injury for the majority of this season. 
Sam McGurk, I think, has come on leaps and bounds and um, obviously have an ace piper in there as well. There's there's a lot to, to be positive about still. Although the season probably didn't pan out the way that people expected, to have Speedway back at Workington, to have such a fantastic racetrack, and now to be moving up to the championship, there's there's plenty of positives to take from this. Yeah, definitely. Um, we just got to keep building. As I said, we're just a small community club, and that's what we want to stay as. We just, we just want to make, make the fans feel welcome. All the riders, I would stay after the meeting with the in with the fans, and and that really, you don't get that much now. Um, not many people go into the bar, not many riders go into the bars because they're riding the next day, and that's what they that's what we're able to bring this year. And I think the fans got that quality experience and got to build a relationship with the riders. Um, we went down to I mean, went down to Kent on the sports bus, and Connor Bailey was on the sports bus with us. No no means of getting down, and I mean that was just where would that happen? Um, and it just shows you that's that's how we are, and that's what's working speedway all over. Yeah, absolutely perfect. And we love to see it. And looking ahead then, um, I'll come back to you as the NDL as a whole, but as we were touching on the championship there, I just want to talk to you about how much of an input did you as team manager have on the signings last season? And is there a case that you'll have more input in the championship or is there other influences involved? Um. To be honest, leave it up to Andrew really who who he wants. Um start of the year he um he had much most of the riders sorted. Um and I, I would in have my say and he would um, listen to, to me and, and we would we'd agree. This year it's pretty much the same. Andrew's there, I'm giving him a few riders um, who I think would potentially be I mean a good um good for the club. And also Steve, obviously Steve Lawson's got a significant amount of experience. He's seen a lot of riders. Um, and you can tell a good rider when he sees one. Obviously, obviously, look what he's done with with Dan. Um, so maybe just three of us. We're just trying and, and find. I mean, who who's going to fit? And to be honest, we don't know what points them are. So I mean, we've, we've got Sam. We're happy with Sam. Um, Sam's been fantastic this year. Um, I call him the Kamikaze Kid. He, he crashes big when he does crash, but he gets up. He gets up and um, and keeps going. So I mean, that's a good starter. Um, we want to keep progressing, Sam. We really, really do, um, and that's what we want for British Speedway. But we'll we'll see. We'll see what we we get. Um, but I, I think AGM is um, a week on um, two week. Is it a week tomorrow, I believe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's two week tomorrow. So we'll see what comes out of that, and um, and then we'll be able to start um, finalising our our plans for next year. So so no insights yet. No names to give us. Um. I think we've got we've got pretty much four um, sorted. A few of us to, to get. Let us speak to maybe a former comet um, from Denmark. Um, we'll just see what we can um, see what we can do. But obviously we, we can't obviously finalise anything until we know what the what the rules are, which um, mm. I'm sure will be released after that AGM. Comet from Denmark narrows it down to about forty people. I think. I was going to say it's like, a, it's like yeah. a who am I here, Kane? Yeah, it's Alan. <laughs> Alan's coming. Yes. Please, we look forward to those. I've seen a lot of videos of, um, uh, particularly Craig Cook's been practicing again. Yeah, he was down today, so he's, he's testing a few things. And it's good, really good to see him. Um, he's looking really, really quick. Um, and just hope, I mean, he can get back. And I mean, if you if you look at his average from last year, it's still well up there. He's still capable. And mm. I mean, he's a former GP rider. He's only done that on his own back. Um, he went through the qualifiers, and it just shows you what he can do. And I'm sure he's still capable of it. It's plenty left in the tank with Craig. 
we hope so. We hope so. So, looking ahead to the championship, then what do you what do you see as the, your biggest challenges as you move up a league? Um, not not in terms of I suppose not in terms of teams, but is there any other challenges that you face in in getting a competitive team and and, and mixing it with the big boys in the championship? Um, well, there's, there's always the issue on our, obviously our race day and where we are. Um, obviously, we've, we haven't got many um, airports around our our way, so any any foreign rider coming in who does have commitments elsewhere will will obviously have to travel. So we, we have got that issue. Um, and as I said, we just we are a community club. We've, we've got to balance. We've got to have a business plan. If you don't have a business plan, you just end up. Uh, which we're well aware of, and we we are looking to be I mean competitive this year, obviously, and that's where we want to be. But we need to make sure this club grow, grows, because um, if it doesn't grow, then it's no point in running. No. And, and you summed it up perfectly. And I know, obviously, Kane's gonna is 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 well behind you as a fan of Workington, but. On, on behalf of the podcast, um, we, we wish you all the best as well. It's great to have Workington Speedway back and um, moving up into the Championship after one year in the National Development League. It's going to be tricky, but um, we do wish you all the best in that league and, and, and hope you bring successes. Um, we've got nothing but good things to say about Workington. Andrew and Steve have obviously been on the show, yourself now on the show. So we've got good connections with Workington, with Kane here as well. So we wish you all the best. Um, and yeah, if you say bad well. things, I won't come back. Well, you won't come back. No. Yeah. Oh. oh, we hope it goes oh, tits. Say some, bad, say some bad stuff, Kate. Uh, yeah, me and, Ro- quickly. Me, and Rob, me, and Rob, me and Rob hope it goes tits up for you. So, <laughs> <yeah. laughs> so and finally, just from me, just looking back on the NDL as a whole last year, um, what what were your, some of your favourite memories of not only of Workington, but of, of the league itself? Um. I think the league this year they did the right thing. They, they have strengthened the league up this year, which showed the quality. I mean, there was a high amount of quality racing right across the patch. Um, but for, for the working perspective, I think um, we, we had a, that, the weekend. We had a weekend away in, um, in, in I think Kent. We ended up maybe Leicester and Kent went to Kent, and it was it was a quality weekend. We even went out after and. It was um, with all the boys, and it was just, yeah, it was just fantastic to be honest. But just going back um, about the strength of the national league, I obviously read about. I mean, Ed, Ed, I think Scott Wilson said about the national league needs to weaken off now, and, I th- and to be honest, I can agree with that. I think the championship, obviously, I think there's talks of it weakening off. I think the championship was probably too strong. The gap between the, the premiership and championship, there wasn't. Wasn't much of a gap, maybe one rider from each team in the championship difference. And the step up from the National Development League was too big to the championship. And I think that's what's got to change. We've got to bring that championship down closer to the development league, and it'll bring a lot more, I mean, these younger riders through to give them the opportunity because it is just too big at the minute. In, in terms of personnel, then, which, which riders have really stood out for you and, and do you see as having big futures in the sport? Um, obviously Ashton. Um, Ashton, he's he's been fantastic, especially around the north side. He's he's quality to watch. He's got really good style, and and to be honest, he's with the experience he's got, he's only he's only going to get only going to get better. Um, to be honest, Jacob Hook, he looks really good at the National Development League Rise Championship, and 
And obviously, he's, he's backed up with a win over in Aussie. Um, so he, he does look good. Um, and to be honest, I, I think there's too many. Leicester's team, to be honest, when we went to Leicester, some of their, their team, they've put a really good team together. And, and, and looking back, I mean, Max Perry, I think he's the, he's the final one that's really, apart from our, our own, he's, he's really looked um, promising this year. And, and hopefully, I mean, all the best to, to Max, who had obviously a big, um, a big spill um, last week. Yeah, yeah, we wish Max all the best for his recovery over the winter. And um, I'll, I'll just hand to, to Rob Kane to see if they've got any questions that they just want to throw at you. There's nothing from me, sir. Nothing from really? Me. That surprises me, that does. Oh, it's probably because I've only been up for about half an hour. He's probably, <laughs> uh, he, he's probably um, hundreds already. No, that's true, yeah. Um, no, I actually have one. Um, I, was, I, I just wanted to sort of, if you could sort of run through for us sort of how... Um, how it come about that you got the the team manager's position at Workington? Like, how did that? Obviously, the club obviously come back at the start of this year. How did that all come about? Those sort of conversations. Where did it all start? Um, well, I mean, I've got a, I've got a good relationship with Andrew. Um, I am engaged to his um, stepdaughter, and um, so there is a bit of a family um, thing there. But I mean, I, I've I've known Andrew for a while. He's his stepson. Um, David Morgan, he rode a bit for Stoke, he was a bit second half and I helped him when he was a, a kid and obviously got a relationship through there. So, to be honest, Andrew asked pretty early on, even before, he, to be honest, I think two years ago, when he was he was in thinking about um, NDL the previous year. And I said, mm, of course, I mean, however, I mean, th- things may change next year. Um, I do still want to be a team manager. Um, however, if it means more beneficial for the club, for me to be on the tools for I mean some some other some riders um to get them going um then I mean I happily do so it's it's not a big thing. I just want the best for the club and I'm, I'm working through and through and always will be. So I mean we'll see what happens next year. But I mean at the minute I am team manager but however things may change depending on if we need any if I need anyone on the tools or any riders drove about that I'm always there. Sure, no, no, perfect. That's uh, that's it. We're all um, poised for the quick fire ten. Although we might have to uh, figure out how we're doing question ten, boys. Because no, they're not wrong with it. Because yeah, I think tested. It in, to be honest with you. Yeah, I mean, we could do a quick fire nine rather than a quick fire ten because the tenth oh. question is a pretty big waste of time tonight. I think unless unless you know James goes wild and picks either Swindon or Kings Lynn, but I can't see him doing that somehow. <laughs> I can't see that either. But um, <laughs> before I move over to you, Rob, just an apology to make. I referred to the team manager as uh, Peter Jackson. It was actually Tony Jackson. I do apologise to Tony earlier in the conversation. But Rob, I'll hand back to you um, so you can do your quick fire 10 with James. Yeah, sure. No problem. Um, so, uh, number one, what is your favourite track? Obviously, North Side. Cool. Uh, uh, number two, what's... We started well. I would just fill in number 10 already, mate. I'd probably wouldn't even bother asking it, to be honest. Um, number two, what sport would you be involved in if it wasn't Speedway? Um, probably cricket. Um, I played a bit of cricket, obviously, until this year. I can't play anymore. But I did play um, in the juniors with Ben Stokes. He was, he's from Cockermouth, where I'm from. Um, and he was two years older than me, so obviously I, I played with him. So I wasn't, any, I was, I wasn't much good, but... Still played at a, um, in a in Eden Valley League um, over probably Canesway, um, so I, I did that a bit. So probably cricket. Okay, um, three. What uh, what's been your favourite moment in Speedway so far, either as a manager or a mechanic, or where in, in any way that you've been involved? Ooh. 
probably two. I went to um, Lesno with Dan um, in 2002. I um, mean, he finished second in the under 21 round. And then probably I was over in Australia with Mason Campton and he, he, he finished uh, he finished second in a, an Aussie round there. And, and that, that was great to see when, you, when, you, when you're helping these guys and you're showing, I mean, you're part of the team. And, and that was fantastic to see them boys uh, do so well in their meetings. Perfect. Uh, number four, your three favourite things about Speedway? Probably friendships. Um Beer, that's another one. Beer afterwards, <laughs> uh, and probably just the um, the entertainment. Okay, perfect. Uh, number five would normally be club supported, but I'm probably going to do a slight tweak on that. Um, if you had to pick, uh, why not? We'll go. If you had to pick a Premiership club that you'd want to do well, um, who would it be? Probably Bellevue because it's closer. Fair enough. Uh, number six, your two least favourite things about Speedway? Injuries. Rain offs. Okay. Uh, number seven, have you got any pre-match superstitions? No, not really. <laughs> Fair enough. Any, like, routines, anything you would do, like, just, yeah, any routines or anything like that? No, just track walk an hour before. That's about it. <laughs> okay, no worries. Um, uh, number eight, yeah, number eight. Um, who would you be your pick for world champion next year? Although I might just say you can't pick Smarslik because that would be the boring answer, and we've already got Kane to be boring. So obviously Dan, I think Dan, Dan, Dan's got speed. He just needs to get that experience under his belt and, and get hard, harder in them first corners. Yeah, perfect. Uh, uh, number nine, your favourite speedway rider ever? I think it's got to be Stoney. Yep. Um, and then, well, we may as well ask it. I know the answer to this one anyway, but uh, for any reason, um, pick one of these three clubs, Swindon Robins, Kingsland Stars or Workington Comets. Workington, but if I had to pick between the two, it would be Kingsland um, because of our connection. Thomas Topinka, Dan Nurmark, um, Shrammy, I mean, there's a, a few of them. So Workington, Kingsland, Swindon. Can I have a point be. for that? No, yeah. no, you can't. Yeah, you can, yeah. Depends yeah. how far am I drift into... Am I losing badly in that? In I think it's that. No, no, he's only, he's still a point behind me, so... No, no, you can't. With the possible guest that we might have on next, there is no chance you're having half a point. Well, he's not going to pick Kings Lynn, is he? Mm. He's going to pick Workington, obviously. Well, yeah, probably, but... I don't know. I've given I don't trust half it. a point for that. But, um... um that concludes that for us then, James. And it's uh, been an absolute pleasure to speak to you this evening. Um, I, th- I think it goes without saying, and we've already said it on the show, we wish you the best, whether whatever capacity it might be with you at Workington next year. And it's just some t- another thing to look forward to over the next five months, isn't it? Oh, definitely. Hopefully we'll, we'll get a decent team together and we'll um, attract some more fans. Hopefully get a few more away ones and you guys will have to get yourselves up and, and have a look around and, yeah. um, and put up with Kane. They said last winter, oh, I'll come up to work in. I haven't seen you yet. But the thing yeah, is, it's, we, it's, we were looking at flights, me and Rob. We'd have to fly out of the country. Like, <laughs> yeah, well, I, I think I was looking at that and I'd have to fly to, I think I had to fly to Ireland and then fly back across again just to get within a reasonable distance. But no, I'm sure we'll, we'll just say it again. I'm sure we'll make it up there. Might, I might well, I'll be there anyway. Like, I might well, book I'll a holiday in the Lake District or something. 
I'll come and see you. Yeah. Where can we go? We'll go to, where can we go away from home? Where's close to me? Nowhere. Oxford. I <laughs> <laughs> could work. That'll yeah. work. Uh, if, we, if we do the pairs again. Yeah. It's job done, isn't it? Well, I've been the pairs. Didn't think about that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. That means Kane's not going to support red card next year. Yeah. Sorry, guys. Yeah, he's binned us off already. But, yeah. um, Thank you again this evening, James. It's been a pleasure and um, we wish you all the best for next season. No, you too. It's been a pleasure. Thanks very much. All the best. Cheers, James. Thank you. Cheers. Thank you. Cheers. Bye. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. Laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No right, so thank you to James for joining us on the show this evening and um, coincides with where we're moving now. So we move on to our review of the National Development League for 2023. Now it has been completed. And obviously, as we mentioned earlier in the show, it was congratulations to the Oxford Chargers who um, took the honours in that one-legged playoff final against the Leicester Lion Cubs. And um, Kane, I'll come to you. Um, Rob's the obvious resident expert of the league, but you've been to the meetings yeah. this, this year. <laughs> um, Leicester-Oxford, was there much between them in the end? Um, not really. I think, I can't remember for sure, but I think the uh, actual, the two legs that they did in the league, I think it was... Um, only a few points between them. I want to say it might have been a point, but I can't remember. Um, but yeah, if you look at like the actual league table, I think it was them two were a class above. Um, Milton Hall had a, a decent showing. Bellevue had a solid push, but you know they're still five points behind Oxford. So it was always really looking like it was going to be them two. Um, yeah, and they were the only two teams to stay on beating at home as well, which is huge so um yeah i think if leicester had the home leg i still think they would have won it but mm. i mean what, what can you do when your track's made a clear in november not much this, this is true um yeah leicester only lost twice in the end um do you remember who that was against Kane? um us in the knockout cup that's all i was looking for no yep. I, well in the league oh silly me us in the league yeah and um no. The eventual champion. Oh, Oxford. Yeah. So Yeah. Silly beats. Little notch. Just, they just get beat by big clubs. Yeah, little notch for you for the team there. But uh, Rob obviously Leicester are gonna count himself really disappointed. Um, they topped the table. Uh, an eleven point lead in the knockout cup going into the second leg, which they eventually had to lose. Um and then obviously they lost their home leg in the in the playoffs as well. So Effectively, they've come away from this season with nothing when they probably should have won it all. Yeah, they've uh, well, the weather and how long the uh, season has taken to finish has, has cost Leicester this season rather than anybody else, really. Um, you know, even when it was abandoned in the final, there was only two points in it. So, um, and over the course, as, as Kane was mentioned, over the course, there was only a couple of points in it between Oxford and Leicester in the league. There was only one point in it, would you believe? It's 50 39 and 50 38. So, um, yeah, I think 
you know, Leicester probably could have ended up winning everything and they've ended up and well, they should have won everything and they've ended up winning nothing, probably not really their own fault, really. Um, so, they, um, yeah, I think they can count themselves very unlucky. Credit to Leicester. They've uh, they've had their injuries over the course of the season, but they've kept predominantly the same seven riders. Uh, and then obviously the emergence of people like Max Perry, Ashton Bowes and Max James um, is only of benefit for not only them, but British Speedway as well. And then just looking at Oxford, um, Kane obviously led by powerhouse. Jordan Jenkins uh, has led superbly from the front, um, removing... Um, failures to finish races, he's not finished lower than second this season in a race in the league. So credit to him um, for doing for, for taking them to glory, really. But he's been ably backed, and particularly by Henry Atkins as well. Yeah, yeah, it's been a, a very strong side. I think um, you've got to mention Luke Killeen as well. I think he only did seven meetings, but um, he's gone from a three point two just below a nine. So I think we always expected him to. Uh, a decent chunk on his average. Um, he's not gone from a three, he's gone from a six, so that's also a bit of a fib, I think. <laughs> anyway, he did well. He was on a three, wasn't he? Oh, even better than he did really well, didn't he? Yeah, I'm sure but he was on a three. Either way, um, they had some... I think we, we did mention it pre-season, you, know, you, you looked at their, their two reserves, Ashton and um, Luke, and you, you just knew they weren't really going to be three-point riders at the end of the year. Which it's it's key in the national league because it's like I think I said the same thing about Luke Harrison. If you've got a, a very strong three pointer at reserve, then you you just know that you're always going to have um, depth. Obviously, that didn't happen for us because of other issues, but it is what it is. And um, yeah, it's worked for them and uh, well done. Yeah, and then, Good um, management. Just below them in the league then was uh, the Bellevue Colts. They coming in third. And um, as we always expect with Bellevue, very strong at home. Um, only beaten once at home this season. But again, it's it's their travels where they, they seem to have stumbled again. Um, Rob, but there's some big names in there. Obviously led from the front, Jack Smith and James Pearson. But I think people need to recognise the input of people like Sam Hagen and Freddie Hodder as well. Absolutely, mate. I'm... Uh... As we've mentioned a few times, I'm a big Sam Hagen fan now, um, courtesy of his one meeting for Swindon. Um, yeah, legend. absolutely. Legend, the Swindon legend, just for that one win. Um, yeah, but it's, it's... Not the fact that he's been on the show, just because he's rode for Swindon. <laughs> I mean, even if he... He's just extra legend for being on the show, but for being... for being, He's just automatically a legend. But yes, you're right. Away form... Um, not quite, you know, in terms of the rest of the league, it's okay, the away form, but um, a couple of extra wins away from home and they would have had a serious, um, would have had a serious sort of look at being in that playoff final um, and possibly overtaking Oxford if they had slightly better away from home. But yeah, you're right. Sam Hagen's been really good. Um, Jack Smith's obviously done a, a solid job. James Pearson um, has come in and done a, a really good job for him as well. So, um, yeah, solid side. Just uh, again, the waveform has, has sort of stopped them from making that um, playoff final. And then Kane on to the fourth place team, as you've already mentioned, the Mildenhall Fen Tigers. Um, largely, uh, uh, they're the knockout cup champions. Whether whether it was um, warranted, um, they were given it effectively um, because Leicester couldn't stage their home meeting. So you can't take that away from them. They are the knockout cup champions, but. 
I think compared to what was happening at Mildenhall last season um, and then the what was happening off-season, were they going to be in the league or not, I think they've they built quite a good... I suppose you could say they built a very good top five. Um, unfortunately, they had problems at the reserve berth um, with injuries and whatnot. But um, again, they've got riders in there, led from the front, Alfie Botel and Lee Complin, as we would expect. But Ben Trigger, George Congreve, Aaron Butcher, uh, all in the middle order there, have done excellent jobs for them. Yeah, it's it's been a, a very solid season and so you're about the home track, it does give them an advantage, especially when you've got riders like Lee Compton who I think he's come out and said that the track's fine and it's it's more of the mentality of the riders sometimes that they sort of write themselves off before they've started. Um yeah, it's a bit tricky with the cup because I think you you know, but they did lose the first leg. Um but same thing, you know. You can't, if you can't ride the second leg, like you can't stage it. Then it's technically the fourth in it, so it's not their fault. To whether you agree with it or not, I don't personally agree with it, but it's it's the rules. I don't I don't run the sport, so I'm not going to cry. Just and then, um, pretty good job you don't run it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> do you not think it's? Do you not think it's a little bit weird though? Obviously, in terms of the league, had the second had the leg at Oxford not been run, even though Leicester couldn't run their leg in the playoffs, Leicester would have been given the league and not Oxford. But uh, in I the uh, in this, but I know they top. finished top. But yeah. for the say, obviously, you know, do, do you get what I'm sort of getting at yeah, a little bit yeah, in terms of Leicester not being able to run their home leg has cost them the knockout cup essentially, but it no, yeah. wouldn't have cost, but it. it Sort of didn't work out that way. Had the set, had Oxford not been able to run their leg either, so yeah, it, it, it makes sense. From and, and it's very not very often I'll say that a rule in speedway makes sense. I understand the reason behind here why they why they've done what they've done. And, and for anybody who's listening, obviously because Leicester finished top, if that meeting hadn't been run, they would have been declared champions. But because a meeting was run, and it was both Oxford and Leicester would have had to have agreed to this, so. Uh, we, we can't maybe throwing sour grapes in there at the end of the day. So I, I understand the thought process behind it. Whether we think it's right, it does feel a little bit strange for me that a non-running of a meeting would have given it to someone else, and a running of a meeting on their home track gave it to them. But is what it is, and it was probably a little bit closer than I thought it was going to be. Well, yeah. I mean, obviously, last year you had the the decision to run a one-legged final on a neutral track rather than on somebody's home track. So. I mean, obviously, it was quite obviously late on this time, but in terms of uh, when Oxford could get that meeting on, but yeah, two different ways of coming at it, coming at it with um, in two different years. So it'd be nice if they uh, next year just managed to get through the playoff final without having to come up with a weird and wonderful way of deciding it. Yeah, hopefully so. And um, next in the league, uh, fifth place finishes this season with the Edinburgh Academy. Again, another side who we were unsure whether would come to tapes this year, but they did. And again, another team that's been beset by injuries, particularly um, Alex Spooner, who had a good season at Mildenhall last year, um, only completed four league meetings, and Adam Roynan picked up a mid-season injury as well, which discounted him. But um, Rob, Max Clegg come into the side after Carl Bickley's retirement, again, led from the front in that league, as he does. Um, and Jacob Hook, another one who was uh, new to the league this year, and them two uh, second and third in the National League, National Development League Riders Championship at Workington at the end of the season as well. Yeah, uh, Max Clegg is is 
tried and tested at this level, isn't he? Um, you know, it, it, obviously he's, he's come, he's finished the season on just shy on sort of just um, just shy of a ten. Which, in terms of his previous form at this level, he's probably not disappointed with. That would probably be the wrong way of going about it. But he, you know, he, I'm sure he would have imagined imagine a ten point average being with sort of within it with doable for him. Um, but yeah, um, Jacob Hook, obviously, as you say, new rider to this league. Um, has done quite well. I think it was important to get those one to sort of bring the uh, a couple of Aust- younger Australians into the into the league just to strengthen it maybe a little bit, um, give teams a bit more of an idea, a, a, you know, a few more options in terms of their heat leaders. So um, he's done a pretty solid job considering the problems they've had. Yeah, and then Clayton, we'll come over to you, sixth place. Um, you're working to comments on the return to the, to Speedway. Obviously, we've just spoke to James about the season in general, but we'll just take your take on the club to have Speedway back and the team itself. We was robbed. We are best team. Um, no, we weren't. But I, it's weird because I, I still look at the side and I think it is a very good side, which might confuse a few people. But it's just how I see it. Um, yeah, it wasn't wasn't how I thought it was going to go. Obviously, I did put them top. Um, but it's that speed, isn't it? It's not all one on paper. And um, I still enjoyed it. Still went to every home meeting. Went to, I think they went to one away meeting, but yeah, it was good. Um, and we won that one, so yeah, I believe the hype even more. And then, um, yeah, you know, you, you can't predict that your seven point riders are going to go to three points at the end of the season. It's it is what it is. It's not it's not like their fault really, because I think Luke's. Had a few injuries throughout the year. Um, Harry's obviously got the confidence and apparently his bike might have not been working as it should have been. But yeah, we ball. Um, yeah, it's just... We'll be back next year. I'm, I'm sure they'll uh, put up a good fight. And um, yeah, I'm still off asleep. I'm not going to lie. But I'm... I, 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 yeah, I still, I still enjoyed the, the season. Um, the racing was some of the best racing that I've seen in the National League. And, um, yeah, it was a pleasure to watch them. That's the main thing. Speedway back. That is the main thing. Um, and then, Rob, I'll come back to you just for Kent, who finished in seventh place in the league in the end. And um, surprisingly, it wasn't Ben Morley who finished top of the averages for Kent, as we would probably largely expect. It was Nathan Ablett who made that transfer across from the Bellevue Colts uh, during the off-season. And, uh he had a decent season and obviously his second place um, in the British under-19 final as well capped off a, a, a good season for him in the end. Yeah, I think um, Nathan Abbott has, has had a good season, especially can, you know, he, he obviously didn't have possibly struggled a little bit in the championship the year before. Um, but I think in terms of his development, he's definitely definitely much, definitely come on leaps and bounds this season. Um, put over a point on his average, sort of dislodged, as you say, dislodged Ben Morley at the top of those Kent averages as well. Um which isn't any mean feat, you know, but that's sort of you know, we were, as we said uh, as we said at the start of the season, we expect Ben Morley to be up there as their number one. So for him to finish the season as their top average um, is a really really good effort. And uh, I don't believe he had any last places either, if you exclude uh, exclusions and retirements. He didn't have a last place where he finished. So very very strong showing from Nathan Ablett, and you can definitely see some clear improvement there. Yeah, definitely. So and I think that season at, that season at Paul and then being at Scunthorpe this year is. Uh 
helped him immensely um, throughout the course of the season. But um, uh, and then at the bottom, Kane. Unfortunately, it was the uh, Barrett Bullets who won't be returning to the tapes in 2024. And again, it's it's, it's a mirror image of the um, the Bandits in the Championship. To be honest, injuries and suspensions have really hurt them this season. But one name I just want to pick out of this list: um, Jamie Halder. Um, I think he's had a terrific season. Um, his, his average probably doesn't reflect how well he's ridden, I don't think. No, absolutely. I think um, he's been one of their shining stars this year. Um, I think you also need to look at Danny Phillips as well. I think a few people maybe wrote him off at the start of the year. He's had a solid showing. I think his average has gone up a little bit. Um, legend, he is. Yes. Proper legend. Um, Connor Coles as well. He had a, a good show in, in both leagues. Um, yeah, but if, if you do go through the side, a lot of them have had time off the bike for injuries or like said, suspensions with Steve Boxall. I think Greg Blair, he, he didn't come back after an accident in about August, I think, maybe, maybe before. Mason Watson's had a, a couple of crashes. Josh Embleton, I think he only had about two meetings or something, and then he got injured. Obviously, Archie Freeman broke his leg in his second race of the season. Yeah, it's it's been pretty stop-start for that, and obviously, with the National League fixtures, I think uh, it's you, you, know, you can go sometimes maybe two or three weeks without riding as well, then you're not... I suppose you can still practice and everything, but it's not the same, really. I, I don't think. Obviously, riders might, might feel different about that, but if you're not competitively racing consistently and then you're not at top form, I think it's it's hard to get out of a rut. I think um, that might have been against them. And, um, yeah, when your team's been, been decimated by injuries as well, it's uh, it's always going to be tough. So, yeah, they, they might have gone out with a, a bit of a whimper, but obviously the Bandits are looking to come back fighting next year. Got, got Stuart Dixon in there. Yeah, I think they've also said changes are coming, but we'll, we'll leave that for now because this is the National League meeting. Yeah, and um, uh, that concludes um, the league table itself and our congratulations, obviously, to the Oxford Chargers, the Mildon Fen Tigers and, of course, Conor Bailey, who is the National Development League Riders' champion. Um, for me, we're, we're going to move on to our awards now and this is one of the more exciting... Um, well, it is probably the most exciting league from my perspective because I think this is where... The real talent is um, the wealth of talent coming through and it is our future of the sport. So it's exciting to hand out these awards and I'm going to put a little disclaimer out there. When For my team of the season, it is based around the league development. So I haven't smashed a load of number ones into my team. I hope you two are the same, to be honest. But <coughs> ah. That was a nervous cough then. <laughs> <laughs> But I think this is an opportunity and uh, we've had some fantastic feedback over the past week regarding the championship. Negative, positive, doesn't matter to us. Any feedback is good and we will reply to some, but I can guarantee we do read them all. But um, we'll move on to our National Development League and I'm, I'm sure this is going to bring its own... Um, we won't be... I'm, I'm sure Chris Harris won't appear anywhere in here, so I hope he doesn't anyway. I, I, honestly, I wouldn't help you know. Once we put up the uh, team, I wouldn't be surprised if you read a comment that Chris Harris should be in this team this season. <laughs> I'll give you my first rider. Cruz Harris is my number seven. Yeah. There we go. For his performance at Peterborough, the farewell. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Fair play, fair play. We will before, uh, before, well before we do our teams, then we'll do the individual awards. Um, we don't really argue about these, but um, we'll start with rider of the season. 
and I will come to Kano first. What a silly, silly, silly question. Connor Bailey, of course, the best to ever do it, the GOAT. I'm not going to lie to you. The Cornado. I've got the Tornado as well. Yes. At the moment, I've, so I've got a blank space because I don't oh, know. But you've got Connor Bailey as well. <laughs> that's, that's crazy. Oh, it was, uh, I've got a blank. I just don't know, mate. I don't know. It depends on what. Oh, I don't know. You could say, I mean, Connor Bailey's the Lee Riders champion. Has got a to 10 be point. Fair, has got I, I, a, I will start arguing. Um, Jenkins wasn't in the Riders' champ- Championship. So, nor was um, Dan Thompson. Neither was Dan Thompson. Yeah, or, but I um, still think he, I still think he would have won it. Henry Atkinson wasn't there either. Nor was Alfie Botel. All the leading yeah. riders weren't there. Well, he, yeah, but Connor was, wasn't he? And he's yeah. the best. So, um, I mean, I was thinking of Connor Bailey, but I, to be honest, I was probably going to give it to Jenkins myself. But I think that's fair. If yeah, I'm being be honest, good, yeah, no third or fourth places. <laughs> In the league at all, and is if you don't take into account retirements or exclusions, um, ludicrous, mad numbers. Uh, I mean, I know Dan Thompson is it's hard one really because statistically, you probably should give it to Dan Thompson on the basis that he's the top average, but he's raced three meetings less. So I'm going to give it to Jordan Jenkins because that makes sense in my head. Makes sense. Makes sense. There we go. Then two Connor Baileys and a Jordan Jenkins. Jordan Jenkins is like running riot this season. I think he's featured in every. He's won an award. Yeah, he's he's been in our team of the season. He can't hold it. It's been everywhere, hasn't he? Yeah. Right, but we move on to the most improved rider of the season. I don't think you two are going to have the uh, same rider as me. I don't think I will, because I've gone very basic, but I think it's correct. I've gone Ashton Bajan. I can't even bring myself to say it's boring. It's a little bit boring, it's, though, Kane, isn't it? Yeah, but it's not, it, it's not it my is. fault that he was the most improved rider. Yeah, but he's, 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 yeah, but he's improving on, on like a couple of meetings last year. Yeah, but he's fifteen. Exactly. Yeah, but okay, it's the same thing. It's a development league, mate. They're all going to be young. Aren't they? They're all going to be pretty young. All uh, these riders have been riding for at least two or three years. Ashton Belgian's been on the bike for oh a year and a half, maybe, and now he is. Can you on, on a can, nine point eight point average? So can you improve on just being good? Do you know what I mean? Like, well, he hasn't gone from oh not great to really good. He's been quite good, and he's and he's still good. To an eight yeah, point. Don't don't give me that because the numbers in this inter the numbers in the, in terms of Ashton Bajan mean absolutely nothing in terms of that, does it? Don't worry, Ash. Now I've got you back. I've got to agree with Rob on this one. It doesn't mean anything there, does it? It deserves to be recognised, but... Absolutely. But... Rob, have you got a most improved? Max Perry. Like that. Max Perry. Let's put... uh, Well, quite a bit on top of his average, but has obviously... Has gone from a second string to a heat leader, and I think that's genuine improvement. Yeah, that's actually genuine improvement. Whereas Ashton Barrison's gone from being reasonably good to quite good. Mm-hmm. So I think, I think that's you know, don't get me wrong. There are obviously riders that have got their averages have gone a bit higher. And I, you know, Sam Hager, for example, he's improved his average a bit more. But I don't know. I just I feel like Max Perry is is the pick there. But I feel like you're going to go Hagen. You're absolutely bang on. I am going for Sam Hagen. Can you see me hovering over it? Is that why? 
Uh, I can, but okay. I, he, I was also thinking of him as well. And I would like to give Sam Hagen everything, every award, just purely for his one appearance with a Robin. So, but in gone, terms of this, I, I feel like it's got to be Max Perry. But I've, yeah, I can yeah. see where you pick Hagen, to be fair. I can, I can understand Perry as well. Hagen himself has gone up two points on an average, uh, a, a move last season from Mildenhall to Bellevue. So he's on a new track, effectively. He's averaged well over 11 at home. Unbelievable figures, especially on a racetrack like Bellevue, where everyone seems to go well. Well, when you're under a certain weight, anyway. Um, but I just think he's he's took a step on this year, and obviously he's gone into the championship as well with Birmingham. He's gained experience. He's had some Premiership guest bookings as well. So I just think he just another name I want to put in there that I thought of as well was Jacob Clayton at Oxford. I, I think he's had a brilliant end to the season. Um, he's another one of those where I've now seen him and his dad ride. Impressive when you like when you've seen a dad and their son ride. <laughs> the numbers are mounting at the moment. You're getting old, mate. Yeah, yeah, I know. That's the problem. You're getting on. Right. Well, uh, who's next? Uh, Kane, your team of the season. Gone Leicester. Same reason I went through too because they finished top of the league. Thank you. Next. I've gone Leicester as well, which might sound strange to some Oxford fans, and this is where it's going to cause some controversy. But Leicester haven't been robbed, but they would have done a clean sweep. I, I have no doubt. Had we not been trying to run meetings on clay tracks in... Deadline November. Yeah. So I've gone Leicester as well. Rob, is it a clean sweep, or have you put allegiance aside and gone Oxford? No, I was strongly considering going Oxford actually, but you're not. I, don't know. I, I was thinking about it, but no, you're not. I was thinking about. It. You're right. No, I wasn't. I've gone Leicester as well, mate. Don't I? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Oxford fans. I had you almost excited and happy there, didn't I? We Sorry, boys. Crucified on social media for this one. I tell you now. <laughs> right, Rob. Best preseason signing. Oh, I don't know. I don't know, Nathan. I don't know. Welcome to Kane. Connor Bailey. Woo! Oh, you're so boring. No, we needed a number one. And I... Love it. It was so good, I couldn't believe it. So, Connor Bailey. I've got I've got an equally as boring one, though. boring. <laughs> no, he, he was boring in the most improved category. In terms of who's... Who... Like brings the most in a pre-season signing, it'd be him because you, you you knew he was going to be good, but you just don't know how good. The thing well, is, is that I I, I I'm going to be there though. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna go here, right. In terms of signing it, best pre-season signing, Connor Bailey has been fantastic. Don't get me wrong, but Workington has still finished what sixth, right? Okay. Okay, now Ashton Belgian's obviously great signing, but he's come into a team that was already going to be up there anyway. Okay. So I disagree, but I don't know who to say instead. <laughs> oh, no, I got somebody. I got somebody. James Pearson. I'm going to say James Pearson for that one. Oh, I like that one. He'll like that one as well. I'm going to say James Pearson. Cool, we, I, we seem to have a bit of loving for James Pearson at the moment, but uh, genuinely, I'm, I'm that's, yeah, James Pearson. I like that. James I'm Pearson, happy to Jacob Hook, we've got loves at Lovins with everybody at the moment, I think. Right. Mid mid season signing, no idea. Because 
I said one before we started recording, and Nathan was like, oh, I haven't got him. So I'm going to see who Nathan got first. You want I like that. First? Yeah. I'm going to go for Jason Garrett then. Okay. Now, he come in Oxford at a time. I think, uh, who was it who dropped out? Was it uh, Luke Colleen got injured at that point, didn't he? Um, and I think he sort of come in for Colleen. Um, but then Colleen come in for Jacob Fellows, I believe it was. Um, when he come back from injury. No idea. And I think, I'd, I'd never, I'll be honest with you, I'd never heard of Jason Garrett. But I saw him at Scunthorpe when I went down, when they had that, uh, Paul Bowen had these E-Speedway bikes down there at the beginning of the season. I, I, remember I saw that. this Jason Garrett and I thought, he looks good. <laughs> like, how's he not got a club? Then he comes up, end of the season, comes in at Oxford, stabilises them at reserve. And I, I, I think made them really strong at reserve. Whoever was going to be at reserve, they had two, two riders capable of getting a 5-1 in every heat too. Um, people will argue that um, there wasn't that many mid-season signings anyway. But for me, Jason Garrett made, made a difference at Oxford. And um, they went on to win the league. So who knows, he, he could have made a difference in that final. That's my argument, Kane. I'm I'm alright with that. I like that. Um, mine, who I thought was going to be quite obvious, would have been Max Clegg because um, he came in for Edinburgh when Carl Bickley retired, and you, you sort of thought there's not many riders you you would think that they're going to get in that could be a good replacement, like for like, and then in step Max Clegg and he did very well. So I went for Max Clegg and I thought everyone else was, but apparently not. But I'm, I'm Team Garrett, so it's never, okay. He never even ended my thought process, to be honest. Uh, no, I've actually gone Jason Garrett as well for um, because now no, no, no. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. It was between him or Clegg. All right, we weren't clearly we weren't going to go for Boxall. So, and I can't remember any others. So, I think that in terms of just in terms of just making a difference to the side. It's probably got to be Jason Garrett, isn't it? My right, question is, what is your problem with Mark Parker? Um, my problem with Mark Parker is... is he's one, like... one point average, I should think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that might have something to do with it. Leave him alone. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we'll, we'll stick with Jason Garrett. We'll, st- we'll stick with Jason Garrett. Two for Jason Garrett, one for Max Clegg, and we come on to manager of the season. So... Ooh, I'll go Kane first again for this one. Hello, it's me again. I'm Team Oxford. I've picked Peter Stroke for the second week in a row. Yeah. Yeah, I've also picked Peter Stroke. Just, just put that. And I'd like to clarify, I'd picked Peter Stroke before somebody had said Peter Stroke, all right? Well, That's not, but I, I, I had... was boring. No. Yeah. King, King it's Lynn not legend. boring. Kingsley legend as well, isn't he? Yeah. Half friend of the show because he's coming on our post now as well. Mm. Didn't he ride for Swindon as well? Am I right in thinking? I, I wouldn't oh, say yeah. Crikey, I don't know. Oh, I remember on, guys, watching time. ride for Swindon in around 1992, I want to say. All right, bear with. Bear with. You, you have a look at that and we'll move on because Peter Stroke has, has claimed all before him. He has rode for, drumroll please, Eastbourne. Wolverhampton, Rye House, Wimbledon, Poole, Oxford, and then retired at Swindon, but only won the Gold Cup meetings. What year was that? Yeah. 
1992. 1992. Well, I'm swear that you great. are a Peter Schrock super fan. See, I told you, you go back to the early 90s and I know it all. Right, we move on to the RTB Appreciation Award. And I'll come to Rob first for this one. No idea. Um... <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> no, 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 no. I've got, I've, I've got, I've, no, I don't have any idea. Um... Let's just pick somebody. I don't know, boys. I don't know. I just, I it's don't know how I've done, I don't know how I did any good. One of our many friends. I know we haven't done, I know we haven't got to the predictions, but I have no idea. I'm as clueless as you as to how on earth I've won this with the predictions, but... What do you like? I don't know. I'm going to go uh, Alfie Botel for moving clubs and being quite good at Milton. There we go. We'll go with that. Uh, that seems like a good idea. Let's go Alfie Botel on the basis that he's moved clubs and done quite well at Milton, which is a tricky track um, if you listen to us. But if you listen to Lee Complin, it's not. So, you know. I don't know who who would you listen to though? Three people on a podcast on actual speed of rider. So. Oh, three people on a podcast, mate. Yeah. Definitely, we know what we're talking about. I have been there for hours. I know what it's like. I knew that track better than the creator by the end of that meeting. <laughs> Rain, we'll come I, to you. I, no, no, I, I, I want to go I, last because I'm still trying to I, figure out who I want. I don't. I don't suppose I can change my mind because I actually thought somebody I'd rather give it to. But oh, go on then. Oh, I know where this is going. Go on. I was going to go Freddie Hodder at Bellevue. Oh, okay. Just wanted to give him something because I know we've mentioned him, but I feel like he deserves an award on a pure basis. He's gone from borderline reserve to borderline heat leader. I think that's worthy of appreciation. So, like go that. Freddie Hodder. I'm not going Sam Hagen on a basis. I wasn't just going to go Sam Hagen, was I? I, Although I, feel oh, like, I feel like I could have done. I think in your panic, you've definitely thought, oh, I might go Sam. And I got, mm, no, I can't do that. No, I think it's a bit too obvious if I went for Sam Hagen. But never mind. Well, I've um, I've, I'm going to make Kane a happy boy now. I've gone uh, Luke Harrison. That that's good because he was one of the, the three that I was thinking of. So now I've only got to Willie down between two. Well, you could still pick him if you wanted, but I just think that no, I want to keep it. He had a really serious back injury at the beginning of the season. Probably, most probably, ninety nine percent certainly come back far too early. Um, but he's rode considerably well, considering he's had that and. The, the I wouldn't say the weight of being in a struggling team, but um, he, he's been in a team that has struggled at times, and he's he's carried himself very well, and he's got himself some championship rides as well at Redcar. So, um, Luke Harrison for me. Do you can't, can't argue. Oh, I don't know. I've got two, but heads or tails. Tails never fails. Okay, I'm going Elliot Kelly. Really excited to watch. And he also sort of did finish the season with more exclusions than hate wins. But he was really good and I liked him. And I almost went for Kelsey Dugard because I, obviously he was... I don't think he was going to be a permanent signing, but I think he didn't deserve to be dropped for his farm. And then suffered a few injuries and never got to complete the season. But I'm going Elliot Kelly because he was really, 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 really good. Now, on to the, the trickier one. The last individual award as such. The moment of the season. And I'm definitely coming to you first, Kane. Just do you want to fill it in? Or do you have to say what it is? No, you have to say what it is. Okay. Connor Bailey win the uh, National League West Championship in what could be, possibly, his final meeting for the Commons. Hopefully not. Connor, if you're listening, 
please sort it out. Or I'll, I will cry. Real tears. Um, oh, do you want to go first, Rob? Or have you got one? Um, I mean, I got, I've taught I've got one. I can't really think of too many moments, to be honest. But I, I mean, you know, Ace Piper and Belgian having a little set two at Workington. That sounds like it could be fun. We like a little set two here, don't we? As long as nobody, you know, gets seriously injured, we like a little set two. Enjoy a little Barney. So um, we'll have a little. We'll have like a controversy now and then. We'll have Piper, Belgian Barney at Workington. Okay. I'm going to enjoy trying to find a picture of that. Thanks. Do it. <laughs> you just got to get the two riders together. You'll be fine. I've lost you. Um, my I suppose my moment is almost classed as moments, but. I can categorise it into the emergence of talent. Does that is that too vague for you? Because that's what I'm going with. I'm talking. That about... is. I know I didn't have much of a clue, but that is that is pushing the boat out on. I don't know. I'm, <laughs> I don't know what to say. Just like I haven't seen very. I've seen very little national development league meetings this year. I'll be perfectly honest. But to see riders, um, and I have seen some of these rides like um, Sam Hagen. Freddie Hodder, um, you've got people like Mark Parker coming into the league, you've got Mickey Simpson, um, who else? You've got Nathan Ablett riding well, um, Ashton Bowsen coming into the league, Max Perry, Max James, Vinnie Ford. You could go on forever with these names. Ben Trigger, how he performed in the, in the uh, British Under-19 final at the end of the season. I just think it, it's good that we recognise... Um, emergence of the, the the emergence of the talent and I just hope it carries on into next year as well it'd be it'd be a shame for us to lose this league because we wouldn't see these riders coming through they would be dropped in at the deep end just as just as they used to be back in the back in the old days like that I like that I, 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 you've explained the vagueness of your idea pretty well, so I'll we'll let you off. I thought I was going to have any issues finding a picture for yours, but not what I'm going to do for that. Just a picture of everyone. <laughs> Every rider in the league is going to get the Anyone moment of the season. Under well, 24, just put a picture on. <laughs> just put the number 24. Right, and before we uh, do our teams of the season then, um, we'll just go over the predictions, which I do not know how Rob has won this, but <laughs> absolutely ridiculous. But uh, just to bring you the last meeting of the season, obviously um, it was a curtailed fixture, which Oxford won. We all predicted Oxford to win, so we all get a point for that one. And then as for the league predictions, as we pointed out um, during our three points for a correct position, two points for one position off, one point for a playoff position. Um, Rob managed to get 13 points out of this. Don't ask me how. Um, Kane got 10 and I got 9. So Rob correctly predicted the top two. In fact, he correctly predicted three of the top four. Leicester first, Oxford second, Mildenhall fourth. Um, Kane, you got Edinburgh in fifth and Kent in seventh. Well done, you. Thank you. And I got Edinburgh in fifth. Um, just one more talking point, um, and it's worth another point. Um, we all got the number one in the averages incorrect. I went Bailey. Rob went Jenkins, Kane went Botel. But it is our one to watch, um, of which I went Luke Harrison, Rob went Ashton Bowsen, and Kane, you went Mickey Simpson. Is it worth yeah. an argument? or No, it's not worth an argument, is it? I've clearly won that. I'll 
I did tell you my argument, but I haven't actually told them. I think it's been Mickey Simpson because he was set on fire and everybody saw that and it was the one to watch, which equals watching. Okay, they've, they've covered it in red. I don't think I'm going to win. No, no, I don't think you're winning on the basis that a rider set himself on fire. Just, okay. I mean, it's, it's Sorry, entertaining. Mickey. I'm sure Mickey weren't that entertained at the time while his legs were on fire, but um, I, I, if there was anyone else but Ashton Bojan, I'd have arguments for Luke Harrison, and I spoke about him earlier. Um, I just, I've got to give him the point, Kane, I'm afraid. As long as you can pick Ashton, that's fine, because I didn't want to pick. I was going to pick Luke, but I also knew Ashton was... It, it's hard. They are two very good riders. So. Rob, Rob picks up another point there. It's not going to help him because... Well done, Kane. You are the champion this year. Yay! Kane, Kane has moved on to 87 points. Rob, you're on... Death taxes and beating Robin Leagues. Come on. Four, and I finished on a paltry 66. Third again. I am terrible at predicting. You, yeah. I mean, we've only got one left, which was the SGP one to watch, which I might argue that I've won that one. But I, I, yeah, I, I, I would definitely it. see. I would argue oh, I've won that one. I would argue I, I've won I that. I think I think I've lost that one again. <laughs> you definitely lost that one. Sorry, Mikel. We will we will I, come on to we will come on to that next week. We shall have our arguments. We will have an argument about that. Mm-hmm. I've definitely won that. I've Steve's got happy already. I've won that comfortably. Let's move on to the centerpiece. Of this he's overrated, Rob. Calm down. We'll see what happens in the winter, whether he's overrated or not. Our <laughs> <laughs> one to sevens. So, who wants to go first? Oh, oh, I'll go. I'll tell you what, I'll go first because then you can't accuse me of just nicking your riders because I don't know what I'm talking about. I think that's fair, right? Because I've got yeah. seven. Right, yeah. I'll give you my. I've got seven. I'll give you an entire seven. In fact, I think this is the first time I've had an entire seven before we started. Should we, so, we, we let Rob nail off his seven? I'm going to rail. I'll, I'll rattle off. I'll rattle off my seven. So, Connor Bailey. I'll do it in the order that I would it, sort of average order, roughly. I don't know. I'll go roughly out. Uh, average order. Jordan Jenkins. Well, yours isn't in average order anymore. Yeah. yeah, no, no, it's not, is it? No, I just thought that. Uh, Henry Atkins. Where on earth are you off to on that on that spreadsheet, bud? No. Uh, Sam Hagen, Robin's legend. I've already got three of these. <laughs> Max Perry. Uh, make that four. Uh, Freddie Hodder. Make that five. And Jamie Halder. Uh, make that Thank six. You. I've got six the same as you. Really? Yeah, honestly, I've got six the same. I'm not lying. I thought, I don't think anyone would go Jamie Holder. Oh, I'm, I'm glad someone did, because I, I I have taken him out, and I did have him on for a lot of the so time. I'm just copying and pasting that. The only one I haven't got, and I'll explain my reasons why. I can't believe you've just taken off. I've not got Jordan Jenkins, and I'll tell you why. This is why I put a disclaimer at the start. I didn't want to pack it with number ones. I had a choice between Thompson, Jenkins and Bailey because I didn't want to put them all in. For me, with the greatest respect, Dan and Jordan, and you could argue with Connor Bailey with this, but are too good for this league. And that's the only reason I've not put Jordan in because I wanted just a one. Because, well, my other space is taken by probably another obvious one, which is Ashton Bajan. Okay. Would you like to know mine? 
Cool, no, then. no, we wouldn't. Ah, there you go. That's <laughs> the end of the show, guys. Um, well, we've got we've got six in the team already. <laughs> well, I'll go to the ones that I've got. I've got Connor Bailey. Okay. I have Henry Atkins. I have Sam Hagen. And I have Ashton Bowden. But then, I've gone for Jordan Jenkins. Oh, so there's an argument. There is going to mm. be an argument. I've gone for Luke Harrison. And I've also gone for Nathan Ablett. Yeah, not bad choices. I, I think I considered all of these. I'll be perfectly honest with you. All right, immediate question for you, Kane. And I know you're a working fan, but this can't be your reason. Two riders from the sixth place team. Do explain. Okay, Connor Bailey is the number one. Um, and Luke Harrison was a three-point rider and he's now about six or seven. And he broke his back in January. Right. I think mm. that's a fair argument. Yeah, it's great. Two riders from a team that was never near top spot. Great work. Yeah, My fantastic. Cracking work. Two good riders doesn't make a good team. Unless you're switch. So, um, as we know, Connor Bailey, Henry Atkins, Sam Hagen are definitely in. Well, you could argue. Um, who's there? Who else is there? You've then got three spaces, and you've got Freddie Hodder, Ashton Bowden, um, Jordan Jenkins, and Jamie Halder. I can understand why uh, I'm going to go on a whim. I know I've got Jenkins in there, but if you put the other three in, I wouldn't be against that. I, so I do understand where you're coming from. With Jordan Jenkins. You, if you don't put Jenkins in team of the season for the National League and you've got him in the other two, then I think that's a bit silly. thing is, you've got a, for me, you've, looking at the other awards, you have to have, and I suppose you don't. Um, I was going to say you have to have. Oh. Um, <laughs> we just want to do that. But you had him as the most improved. I had him as the best pre-season signing. So it would then seem silly that we don't have Ashton Bowden in that team. I, I just want to say as well, it is a team of the season, not a most improved of the season. Okay. So that's Freddie how Hodder's I that's how I see it. I think it should be the best riders. Surely Freddie Hodder's got to be in there. I'm fine with that. He's put well two points on his average from last season. I I honestly think Belgian and um, Harrison have to be in there because they started as three pointers, and now they are some of the best riders in the league. And just to clarify, you did not. Four seconds ago, said this isn't the most improved team of the season. This is team of the no, season. No, they have been good riders. Okay, but you, like, the point like, you did you I, did just try and argue by saying that they were three point and now they're I, seven point. That, that was more in like not not saying that he shouldn't be shouldn't be mentioned. But Jamie Holder, he's had a good season, but should a four point rider end in team of the season? I, I mean, Jordan. I mean, yeah, but it's it's where they've come from. It's not the. I, I don't think you should necessarily look at the final figure. It's where where they started to where they finished. Okay, yes, he, but he put one, one and a half to two and a half on his average. There's there's probably better people out there, but um, well, I mean, we've got the best ones that are in there. I think with the five that we've got at the moment, it's the thing is Luke Luke's not up for discussion. I don't think because he's only got one vote, whereas these three have two votes. Agreed. Then I don't want to be part of this conversation. I'm taking my ball and going home. Bowden's got to be in it. We, we've all—I know you've just talked about him not being like the most improved, but from where he was a year ago, he's been riding a speed bike for a year and a half. That's what I mean. From he's an eight-point rider. 
yeah, so for me, Ashton Bowden's got to be in there. He's riding the Premiership this year. Yeah. I mean, all right, okay, but the issue is I was ready to have Halder in there instead of Jenkins, but Jenkins is my rider of the season. I can't really not have him in there, so I would be a bit stupid if I then said, nah, get rid of Jenkins, don't worry about it. I've, so, I've, got, I've got no qualms with Jenkins. My reason, I'll give him I honestly, I, I cannot believe Luke Harrison's not made the team this season. You've broken my heart, and I don't think I'll, I'll be back for 2024 now. <laughs> so we've, we've ended the year on some good news, listeners. <laughs> <laughs> we get to get another. Merry Christmas, back. everybody. Let's find someone south of Manchester to come on the show. Oh, are we happy to put Jenkins in there then? Oh, Matthew, yeah, Jenkins. yeah, Jenkins should have been in from the start, I think. Yeah, I'm, I've got no, I've got no issue with Jenkins being in there. Obviously, we'll get the usual moaning of, oh well, that team's not going to come up near anywhere near the limit. But I don't care about that. It's team of the season. It's not okay, spelled, team um, of the season within the right points limit. You know what? It's a good team of season. You can't spell one of the names right. You just spelled Freddie wrong, haven't you? Yeah, it's Freddie Erickson for a minute. Saw a picture of him the other day. It, um, even even worse, you put the right Freddie in in the actual uh, team that we've put in. Yeah, and you just changed it for the combined one. Don't even bother copy and pasting it. Uh, so yeah, so that is our team of the season, which is quite quick in the end. Uh, Connor Bailey, Jordan Jenkins, Henry Atkins, Sam Hagen, Max Perry, Freddie Hodder, Ashton Bowden. That's only one, two, three, f- three friends of the show. So it's not like we've um, rigged can't it. say we're biased. Can you? You can't say we're biased. So well, th- this is obviously, obviously going to go up on our social media pages this week, but um, um, I'm quite happy with that team. I think it's a good team. There's not much to argue about. I'm sure someone will come up with an argument, like Luke Harrison or something. Yep, me. There we go. Well, I, un- I understand. Like Luke Colleen, I think, is unlucky as well. He's only had seven meetings, but he's averaging like nearly eight now. Is there's, there's, I mean, you could, you could rattle through a lot of names on here. James Pearson probably should have been with, in with a shout as well. Um, yeah, I, I would agree with that. I would agree with that. Sam McGurk, I'm surprised his name hasn't come up. I actually think Sam McGurk's had a better season than Luke Harrison. Perfectly honest. Max See, James, I almost had him down for my, um, my most approved, but then I couldn't go away from Ashton because it was Ashton. Yeah, I'd, I'd agree with it. I if I could pick all the working riders, I would, but I couldn't. I but I could have, but you probably would just laugh at me. You so finished we, we six. Couldn't. You can't pick all the working riders when you finish exactly, six. So you would have just laughed at me. That's like me. I wouldn't even laugh at you. I just got angry. Like, what, 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 what are you talking better. about? Stop talking nonsense. Yeah. That's like me um, picking better. all Kings Lynn riders for the Premiership team of the year. It's just not going to happen, I, I, th- I think I could have done it. I could have done that. All right, let's just, I tell you, scrap the season season, we'll just whack Berwick in there. Got him. Just whack Berwick in there. They, they want to meet him. It's pretty good. It's pretty good, isn't it? No, no, I think they won. They, they, I think Berwick won it, Berwick. I can't remember who the beat now. Ken? I can't. Yeah, oh, that's wrong. I tell you, I've got yeah. the table up. I'll have a little look. I'll have a look. I'll have a look. I'll have a look. Uh, let's have a look. They got hammered away at Kent. Yeah, the Did they beat Kent? There you go. Yes, you're are. correct. Well, that, that that concludes our our review of the National Development League for 2023. We move on to next season. Um, last show next week, boys. This is it. It's coming to the end. It will be our 
SGP review of 2023 next week before we take our winter sabbatical. Uh, we, we will have a Christmas special. Kane, I know you've got something in the pipeline as well. Um, keep we'll see. On social media we for will that. see. But um, there might be some might, might, might put it in for Christmas special. I've also, I've also been in contact with um, some people about another podcast, a uh, potential club podcast. So there's always stuff in the offing. So I'm... Well, I'll explain it to you afterwards. Yeah, I'm going to need that. Yeah, it's nothing. It's nothing groundbreaking, but I'll explain it to you afterwards. But for now, thank you for listening. Uh, make sure you join us on our show, which will be our last one for the season next week. Um, hopefully, have a guest on the show just to confirm that this week. Um, so I'm not going to give out any names because I don't want to curse it. Because when we name someone, they don't turn up. So um, keep your eyes on social media for all our awards that will be going out. But uh, for now, thank you, Rob. Thank you, Kane. And, Thanks, uh, guys. We shall um, speak to you again next week. Thank you. Bye. Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.